A wise man, a Stoic philosopher, a sage. We've come a long way from the building blocks of Stoic philosophy during Roman times, and the once called lovers of wisdom has diminished from being a way of life to just an understanding of book knowledge and concepts. Join me on this journey as we build an already existing version of ourselves to create our own mentors who have the virtues we admire to keep us accountable and stay true to a future version of ourselves. This is the Stoic Sage. He who is unable to live in society must either be a beast or a god. Aristotle. Roman and Greek mythology are probably the coolest mythos, in my opinion. I, I personally always have been fascinated with the stories. I actually listen to Mythology by Parcast Network. They talk about all of the mythology amongst all types of cultures. Uh, I happen to be a Native American, and uh, so listening to their episodes on Native culture is equally as awesome as the Greek and Roman mythos. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be mainly focusing on the Greek mythology because they do share similarities and a lot of them are the same. But also from a standpoint of philosophy, we can look back at the mythos of the gods and have a sort of understanding into the world of mortals. Right? A short and sweet example is one of uh, Zeus. He sought wisdom and control over others, but lacked control himself, much like many people do today. And so it's basically a story of, you know, you can be all powerful, but still have many, many flaws. And for today's podcast, the two gods that I wanted to go into greater detail is that of Ares and Athena. And we're going to be asking ourselves, why are there two gods of war? And why is Ares not praised as much as Athena? And finally, why, oh why, is this related to Stoicism? <laughs> While I won't go into specific details of the history or origins, I wanted to keep it centric to how these gods impacted humanity at that time and how we used to think of war. So to start... Ares is the god of war, obviously, but more properly, he is the spirit of war. He represented rage, cruelty, and violence. And interestingly, he was depicted as cowardly in a lot of stories. His parents, Hera and Zeus, did not really like him too much, and it was really apparent in, in the writings. A lot of these writings came from Homer, and... Um, yeah, it was it was a very interesting dynamic with these with the with the gods and Homer depicted their personalities very well. But as for Athena, she was the goddess of war, wisdom, and the crafts. She represented battle strategy, civilization, and courage, and she was the favorite daughter of the gods, uh, Zeus and Hera. So Athena and Ares were. Uh, brother and sister. Now, if you look at the mythos of the gods, you will notice that all of them are separate in their domains or specific function. Um, 
Gods of War are no exception. I think it's interesting that the Greek gods are specified to such a level that it can be a little confusing at times. <laughs> Athena and Nike could also be comparable, but Athena is the goddess of war while Nike is the goddess of victory. So they're similar, but not necessarily the same thing. Uh, with regards to Ares, he was um, created first, right? And Athena was born later. And looking at this from the eye of uh, philosophy, we notice that in the early days of mankind, war was always a thing. Conquering, pillaging, using anger and wrath to win. As more and more battles became more complex, the Greeks kind of separated the two gods to worship. Uh, because it is not just war and wrath that is needed to win, but also strategy. Uh, that's not to say people didn't strategize beforehand, but it was necessary to the Greeks to separate the two to reflect the realities of war. And so let's look at these two gods more separately from the eyes of Stoicism now. The stories of Athena were so detailed and yet very complex. Athena was depicted as showing restraint and even apologizing many times when she went too far. So one of my favorite stories with regards to Athena is she was uh, outdone by a mortal. And it came about when she had heard that this mortal was um, boasting that she is a better weaver than Athena. And Athena, you know, grew jealous and, uh, well, she beat her, and but felt so terrible about it that she made a temple in her honor. I mean, it was funny because they still called it the Temple of Athena, but <laughs> this woman could then set up her shop and sell the best woven materials after she had reconciled with herself and realized, I went too far, I need to make amends. And so this is showing justice and moderation. Athena also represented courage on the battlefield, which was brought about by her wisdom and battle strategy. Realizing and knowing that strategy itself was more important than just brute force. And having an organized army gave soldiers the courage to fight and wage war. The four virtues of Stoicism are easily told with the stories of Athena. Uh, Ares, moreover, represented the vices when it came to war. There was no justice, just war. No moderation, but excess in killing. No wisdom, just force. The only thing that was really told with the stories of Ares was that of courage. But even then, courage was used in excess, such that, you know, he brought about courage using fear, right? So it's a very interesting dynamic between these two gods. You see, wisdom and strategy are valued more than brute strength and anger. I think this was even shown when the two gods went toe-to-toe, -to -toe, as Athena would always win in scuffles with her brother Ares. Unfortunately, there is no one story told where Ares actually wins between, you know, battles or scuffles with Athena. And this is reflected 
these stories are reflected in humanity as pillaging began to slow with the rise of established nations as well as enlightenment and overall innovation. So these Greek stories are not just stories of gods themselves, but they're also a reflection of humanity. The gods are just as flawed as humans are. I think it's amazing how these stories are a reflection of how humanity progressed based on uh, historical records if, if we really dive into it. I remember reading a Celtic story of men who would become beasts, like literally turn into beasts if they were angered and they destroyed everything in, in a blind rage. And these stories were examples of PTSD that soldiers experienced when they came back from war. And the story they told was through mythological gods. It's actually quite interesting because the same goes for with Ares. When someone would go crazy, most likely due to PTSD, they would say he is being possessed by the god Ares. And goddess Athena, on the other hand, um, told of stories that humanity turned to wisdom, turned to restraint, courage, and justice. Many stories held a direct reflection to humanity, and I absolutely would love to continue sharing these stories with you all. I really hope you enjoyed this stoic reflection of the mythos behind the Greek gods of war. I hope to see you back on Tuesday for another stoic discussion.